everybody. We're glad you are listening to our new episode of Dakota Boys Talk Movies. We're glad to be here. This is Steven. This is Dakota, and we're coming at you live from our fortress in this winter wasteland. Well, we're live now. <laughs> You're not going to listen to this live. Yes, our our winter fortress. It is a little snowy today. Big flakes. Yeah. Big I... flakes. And a couple big flakes are sitting here going to talk to you about movies today. So, Yeah, just when you think the winter's done, bam. This is, ugly head this is what again. always happens. I had to tell everybody. Everybody's like, it's spring. It's like, no, it's February. <laughs> this happens every February. We get the warm spell, and then winter comes back. February, usually the coldest month of winter. Yes, yes. But, yeah, today we're a little late, but uh, Dakota and I just, we have lives. Unfortunately, this isn't our full-time job, even though both of us desperately wish our full-time job could just be figuring out movie stuff and <laughs> talking about them. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, I think it's every, well, maybe not everybody's dream, but you know, a lot of people wish their full-time job could be talking about whatever they love. So, but we're not in that boat yet, and so we're coming a little late, but it's still fresh on everybody's minds, I think. Uh, The Lego Batman movie is what we want to talk about today. Dakota, let's start with you. Now, obviously the reason this even came to be was because of the Lego movie, which if I remember correctly, you are a big fan of? I am, yes. Now, uh, what what did you like about the Lego movie? The Lego movie. Um, honestly, it was just really kind of fun. And it kind of had that self-aware sense of humor about it. And the movie didn't take itself seriously. Which, I suppose all these things are the reason why the Lego video games kind of became as big as they did. I've only played the, the one. I am an avid fan of the lego video games and i like it even better now that they allow voices because yeah. when they first came out it was like eh? Eh? it was like all grunting and it was kind of got annoying after a while um once they changed to having audio in them i thought they got a lot better but i've always loved them i've liked how it's kind of puzzles you have to figure out and how it's just like they'll just be random jokes thrown into the mix of it where you'll be playing a game based off of Maybe a movie that wasn't a comedy, but they'll throw in, like, the pants falling down or the villain, like, tripping over something, you know, or just something kind of silly just to kind of remind you, like, yeah, this is still just Lego fun. Yeah. And that, you're right, that is kind of the, what they brought to those movies was kind of like that, um, that sort of feel where it's like, yeah, we're going to tell a story. But it's still going to be just goofy Lego-y fun, you know? Yeah, then, uh, you know, I also love the references. I mean, what movie has can claim that they had Dumbledore, <laughs> Han Solo? <laughs> and Gandalf. Dumbledore and Gandalf <laughs> standing next to each other. And them ripping on, you don't know which one's which. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, great. Yeah, and along with... One of the mutant ninja turtles is like yeah, and have Michelangelo <laughs> next to Shaq. I mean, this just doesn't happen. It was the whole thing was just great. And Abraham Lincoln in a rocket chair. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, you I love the voices. Uh, you know, just Morgan Freeman kind of doing a little, little bit more comedic side. Will Ferrell kind of attempting to do a really like overly serious side. yeah he kind of he kind of took his mega mind character you know but be made him more sinister because it was almost he kind of did that mega mind thing and why i say that is because 
you remember Megamind at all, he played that character where Megamind pronounced everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what Lord Business did a little bit. Like, not to the extent of Megamind, but they'd have him say things kind of kind of in a goofy way or whatever. I think that's just kind of what Will Ferrell likes to do. And it makes it funny. And it was funny. But we all know who the real standout character of the Lego movie was besides, you know, certain moments with Emmett and, and Vitruvius. It was Lego Batman. It was Batman. <laughs> Batman stole the movie. And it was because Will Arnett found this level of of being broody but in a very comedic light where it's like, how can I harness a little bit of that over-the-top Christian Bale <laughs> but also just say, you know what, this is just fun. And everybody acknowledged he did it. He pulled it off. And then he had that song to boot, that darkness, <laughs> no parents, ridiculous song where they had him just love making his own rap songs and stuff. I mean, all of that just combined into this, like, over-the-top, beautiful character where you just loved him. You just loved him. And so the minute they said, yeah, he, we realized he's great. We're making him into his own movie. I was like, this is genius. Yeah, oddly. And then at the same time, I was like, but sometimes these spinoff movies where they take a side character and give him the lead is a bad idea. But I was like, it's Batman. If you know, if they If they remembered that it's Batman, this could work. And that's what they did. Yeah. They remembered, it's Batman. Let's just let him be. Let's bring in all the Batman things that we love <laughs> and things that we know is silly and just mash it all together is really what happened. And I think for the most part, they succeeded in the Lego Batman movie. I don't know. Where are you at with the Lego Batman movie? I actually thought it was pretty good. Um just from the get-go when he starts narrating. <laughs> okay. He, he does start narrating right as the movie starts. Like, <laughs> it's still a black screen. And then one of my favorite moments happens in the first 30 seconds when, when the DC logo comes up and he goes, DC, the house that Batman built. <laughs> and then he tells Batman basically to like eat it. Or he tells Superman to eat it after he says it's the house that Batman built. I almost fell to the floor. I was laughing so hard. And, oh. I, and then I had to remind myself, the movie hasn't even started yet. And it's already completely self-aware humor that you want. I felt a little ashamed because I laughed pretty hard. Really hard. All right. I don't know about Dakota. Busted. I was there with my two sons that are seven and five. And almost everyone else in the theater was children that just wanted to go to the bathroom and where was their sugar and things like this. And I was probably laughing awkwardly loud <laughs> comparatively. Yeah. The moment that made it for me, this is also in the beginning, he takes a quote from Michael Jackson <laughs> and right. then attribute, attributes it to himself. <laughs> Not even Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> The guy from the office, yeah. the horrible self-centered <laughs> boss, had the cojones to do that. Michael Scott only steals <laughs> a quote from Wayne Gretzky, but not Michael Jackson. <laughs> and he's like, no, I said that. And it's just like, <laughs> of course you did. <sighs> yes. Oh, man. The beginning of this movie, so great. Yes. So that's 
okay, so they tapped the humor. I was like, you had a pretty good sense that they tapped the humor. And um, so the next thing you're wondering is, what are they going to do with Batman in this movie? We know they have the humor, but what is his arc going to be? And I loved it. I loved the arc they did with Batman, where they just had him, in a sense, be that classic the classic character arc, but it worked because of how they did it in this movie where he was the guy who's like, I don't need anyone else. I'm Batman. But then they start to flesh out why he doesn't want anyone else in his life. And I thought that that brought in like, there was even like this emotional level, even in what, even though they used it for silliness a lot, there was an emotional level to why he didn't want anyone else near him. And so I thought even they did a good job at bringing a character story to this movie, which was really refreshing for a movie that, you know, is kind of really banking on silliness. Yeah. Um, Obviously, this movie was going to attract a lot of a lot of kids and it was going to make a lot of money no matter how you pretty much assumed it was probably going to be a moneymaker. Yeah. No matter how it was done. But they really poured a lot of heart into this movie. And one thing that kind of blew me away was the little things that they did. Like, they kind of explored the relationship that Joker and Batman have. Yeah, that's almost your love story of this movie, (laughs) except it's the opposite. It's a love story wrapped in a hate story. Because he makes Joker feel bad that Batman won't say you're the one I hate the most. <laughs> yeah. And Joker wants Batman to hate him more than anyone else. And Joker's sad that Batman doesn't feel that way. Like we're, this is another funny moment. I think it's in a trailer, so it's not really a spoiler, but where Batman won't say that Joker's his number one villain. And then Batman goes, I like to fight around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was so ridiculously funny. And for me, the crazy thing is there's a ton of comics that kind of address that, the relationship the two have. Yeah. But in I, good way, it, there's good comics, and then there's some bad ones, the ones yeah. that don't work as well. But, yeah, you're right. It does get addressed a lot. Yeah. But I don't think we ever saw a movie. The only thing that came close was, of course, The Dark Knight, where they kind of shared this odd relationship where one of them one of them would essentially be lost without the other one yeah there's even a moment where the joker in the dark knight goes you complete me yeah. you know like he's kind of acknowledging that um we need each other to bring symmetry or you know or like yeah. a balance or something and so you know, and so yeah, they, they they do kind of explore that a little bit in this movie in a different light. You know, obviously not as dark as the Dark Knight. <laughs> um, and so yeah, it was just like you're realizing. And I thought, um, I thought the whole movie was good, but I thought the first half was perfect. Like the first half of this movie was perfect. And then there were, like, I loved the whole movie. There were a few things that got a little, like, as it went on. But I realized, like, the first half of this movie, it was hard for me to find anything wrong with it. 
Um, that, but that's just kind of how I felt. I don't know. Did did was there a point when you're like, you kind of started like you weren't sure, but then you kind of came back into it. Um, not really. Um, one thing that one thing that I kind of loved is this movie. It did kind of have um, that serious story involving Batman, why he works alone. But then it just the movie threw all like the craziness of Batman. Yeah. You see all these horrible villains from the comics. Like ones that actually <laughs> exist in comics. <laughs> yes, Condiment Man. Condiment Man was a thing. <laughs> and then you see all the campy, just over the top villains from the from the old Batman TV show with Adam West. And I was just loving it. Like I don't that's one thing I that's unfortunate about children who probably saw this movie. Uh, some of the jokes were lost on them. Yeah, there were a lot of jokes that were not adult in the sense of risque or something, but like adult in the sense that like it was just over kids' heads. Yeah, and I kind of I don't know. For me, those those kind of made the movie a little better for me. It was like acknowledging acknowledging the previous history. Batman obviously has been around forever. He's had a ton of incarnations. I look really good for my age. <laughs> like he says something like that because they do acknowledge that he's been around since, yeah, 1940 or 39 yeah. or something. So, but yeah, I mean, just, and so that, that was just refreshing to see in what is essentially a spinoff movie is that it didn't feel like they went lazy, you know, uh, a good example of a spinoff movie that was just a really bad idea would be Minions in more recent memory where it just went south real quick because <laughs> they're not meant to be a lead. There was there's nothing really interesting about them. They're really one dimensional like they just want to work for somebody bad and say banana, you know, and things like that where um, they just. It made a lot of money because kids are like, Minions! But it didn't work in reality. Yeah, that's very true. But this was, you know, <clears throat> they were careful in realizing, like, we have a good character. Um, How do we tastefully and creatively, you know, bring that, bring fun into that, you know? And so that's what they did. I mean, you got, like... Yeah, when you're talking about, like, I mean, they have King Tut and, and Egghead show up from the 1966 TV show at one point, you know, just all this. But then um, uh, they introduce the fir the original Robin is who kind of becomes his kind of, you know, adoptive son like he does in the comics in this. And, that, and I would say that Robin is kind of our entry point into the heart of, in this movie, I guess you could say, like, of bringing that that a more emotional character arc of Batman slash Bruce Wayne into yeah. this movie. And I guess, okay, so we have Will Arnett coming back as Batman, Michael Sarah as Dick Grayson slash Robin, Rosario Dawson as Barbara Gordon. Um, and then it kind of goes on and on with just, like, a lot of known names people have heard of just kind of filling in. Um, a lot of the other names up, Zach Galifianakis as Joker, Ray Fine as Alfred, which Voldemort, he, he's who played Voldemort, for those of you who aren't familiar with that name so much. 
Um, but then even all the other characters, they like I said, they just kind of filled in like uh, that one girl who's kind of a big, getting to be a bigger comedian actress now was Harley Quinn, um, Jenny Slate, or however you say her name. Yeah. And uh, so all these, how did you feel about the voice casting overall in this movie, Dakota? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, one thing, one thing I kind of admired they they addressed once again Batman's history. You know, you kind of had Bane talking in that really <laughs> weird voice. Yeah, they did the. They had him look like the Luchador <laughs> Bane, mostly, but talking in a mocking tom hardy voice <laughs> yeah and then for me i honestly about lost my mind when two-face spoke and it was billy d williams yeah and then speaking. they and i uh just ran across somebody had interviewed billy d williams about this and how he said yeah i was excited to finally get to be two-face <laughs> because i never got to be two-face in the tim burton films yeah he was only harvey dent in the 1989 he specific. Uh, he actually specifically signed up for that movie, just so he could play yeah. a villain. Yeah, he was excited of the prospect of being Two Face, and then eventually, when they got to Two Face, it was a new director, new Batman. Tommy Lee Jones was brought in as Two Face, as we all know, or most of us probably at least have some recollection of. Um, it's okay if you haven't seen it. <laughs> You're better off not seeing it, honestly. Probably, probably better off. But yeah, and so I thought the voice casting um, was pretty good. I I really enjoyed kind of who they picked. Uh, one that really, uh, well, there was two that really stood out to me. Um, I really liked Michael Sarah doing Robin, which surprised me because I'm not a real big Michael Sarah person. And uh, I really liked Rosario Dawson doing Barbara Gordon Batgirl. Yeah, I thought, you know, she was just really good, and she kind of brought. Uh, her voice just worked well for what they did with that character. Let's put it that way. And so, and then um, as far as look at this movie, it's pretty, pretty similar to the Lego movie. They kind of had that same kind of brick world that they had in Lego movie. Yeah. Um, um, honestly, it was almost like they took that concept and just multiplied it by a hundred because they Gotham City in this movie just looks like a ginormous ginormous mess essentially yeah yeah like if you attempted to build this thing with actual legos honestly you you'd need a few people <laughs> and a lot of free time yeah yeah i really enjoyed in kind of the the colors they used in this movie it wasn't quite as bright as lego movie because it was still you know a little bit of a batman movie but i really liked the way they did the coloring this movie there's like a lot of oranges and i think because you know it's always like sunset type yeah. lighting and things like that. And so I really enjoyed kind of that whole look of it. But, uh, yeah, when I try to think of what I really didn't like about this movie, it's hard for me to really find anything I really didn't like. And, uh, and of course, I was – it wasn't like I was – I mean, I was excited for this movie, but it wasn't like I – was desperate for this movie to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. I just hoped it was going to be good. And so I really don't feel like I'm too glossy eyed on this. Um, but it was it's just really hard for me to think of something like that. Really. I really didn't like about other than I thought there was a, there was a slight time somewhere in, in midpoint where maybe they just kind of had to find their footing again 
with with moving the movie along. But at the same time, I don't really feel like that stuck because the movie was always entertaining. Yeah. You know, the movie was always still had the entertaining movement going on. It's just as far as like progression of the story, maybe it kind of stalled there for a little bit. Um, but I am I am interested with how good this movie was and the success of it, of what this means for the Lego movies. You know, I, I mean, there was a preview for a, a Ninjago or nin, nin, Ninjago or how do you say that? Oh my gosh. I think it's Ninjago. There's a, the Lego Ninja series of <laughs> Ninjago. Is that really? How it's it's like Ninjago or something that they had a preview for that coming out <clears throat> later this year. Actually, it comes out already, so there'll be two Lego World movies, and uh, that one looks interesting, too. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we won't be getting the ones we really want to see, like a Lego Lord of the Rings movie <laughs> or a Lego Star Wars movie, I, as yeah, of right now. I was going to say, w- Lego, I feel like, well, maybe... If Disney didn't own Star Wars, I feel like a Lego Star Wars movie could happen. I feel like it's probably maybe a little more of a long shot now. Yeah, Disney would demand like half the movie. Well, I don't think direct... Dis- I just don't think Disney would work with Warner Brothers. Yeah, to there's, make that happen. There's Disney kind of has their own toys that they like to play with, and at the same time, they made a deal with Sony for Spider Man, so oh, maybe they... nothing's out of the question. I think that was kind of a one sided situation. Where, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's he, true. Where Disney was holding all the cards. I I think that's true. Disney had a lot to their advantage, especially after the Sony hack. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's true. Especially after that last Spider-Man movie. To be fair. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man Two is pretty atrocious. So, yep. But but we're not talking about Spider-Man too much. We did. But as far as Lego Batman goes, like. Wow, I would say uh, it's just a fun movie. I think even if your only reference points for Batman are pop culture things around you and just bits and pieces, that you would still find this movie really enjoyable. But obviously, uh, if you have even more um, knowledge of batman type things and and things like that you're gonna find this movie incredibly enjoyable but that's what i thought was cool about this movie is that it could stand on its own even if you're only like mildly familiar with batman i think this movie does still stand still still stand up because i there's another thing i started thinking of afterwards is like like rail not rail myself in uh rein myself in here and was this movie still good, even if I weren't a big Batman fan? Because I am—I mean, I read the comics, and I've liked, or I've, I've liked Batman things over the years. But I think even when you look at it from a standpoint of just being like a knowing certain pop culture things about Batman, this movie'd still be fun. You'd still find this movie fun and, and enjoyable time, and it still does have a cool um, story of a man, you know, in there too. And, and him kind of battling himself and things like that. So it's still fun on that level, too. And so I don't know if I were using a grading scale. I guess I would give this movie an A. I would probably have to go A-. minus, okay. just, just because the middle 
the beginning and the end of this film were just great, honestly. Yep. That's all I could say about it. But that middle did kind of drag. Yeah, there was just this point in the middle, and I think why I still feel safe getting it in A is I feel like it didn't last, and I feel like it didn't take away from the whole enough, at least in my eyes. So without Without spoiling anything, there comes a point in time where the Joker meets all these other villains, not not necessarily comic book villains, and at that moment my mind was blown. Yeah, they're just villains in general that don't have anything to do with Batman per se. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, let's just, we'll just leave it at that because it's so great when it happens. <laughs> yeah, I was and who it is. I was nerding out so hard. <laughs> I really was, and it was shameful, but at the same time, I I have no regrets. It was pretty great. It was pretty great, <laughs> uh, which is where I think that was a level where that would be a point when just anybody could have fun with this movie, where it wasn't like, not everything was like, you got to be in the know on Batman, but they just made it fun. They just made it a fun movie, and that's what it was. If you wanted to wrap this word up in one movie... Wrap this movie up in one word. I had that backwards. Yeah. I felt I like, like Willy Wonka wait, there. What? I felt like Willy Wonka was like, reverse that. Fun. That would be the one word to wrap this up in. So. Yeah. Uh, Dakota, anything else on Lego Batman movie you wanted to bring up? No. No, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Good introduction for your kids into Batman because uh, there's nothing too sinister in this. and it just, But it gives you a lot about Batman. Actually, <laughs> I will add one more thing before we close this thing out. Okay. They captured the spirit of Robin in this thing so just perfectly. He the, was... Yeah. I mean, granted, the movie Robins have been pretty terrible. Well, there's really only been one. <laughs> yeah. One true movie Robin. And it was done poorly. For those of you who aren't aware, Stephen just rolled his eyes when he said that. <laughs> just, yeah. It was poor. Yeah. It, this was... I've always felt, though... That the only way, for some reason, the only way Robin has ever worked is in animated form. Well, I think part of it has to do with um, one thing that the movie addressed is you can't you can't get a child and then put them in immediate danger, like well, taking on gangsters th- with guns. And I think that's part of why it's hard for it to work because picture a real movie where you have a thirteen year old beating up gangsters next to an adult muscular i mean it's just like especially and, wearing and the tommy gun. guns are going off at him and he's punching i mean i think that's why it's hard for it to work in reality i mean even if you want to go as far as making dick grayson like a high schooler yeah it still is kind of like yeah, the uh, the animated series at least uh, made him a college student. Yeah, in the animated they... series, and I think why they did in, the, in that, why they did that in the animated series was then they could have him not be in some episodes. Yeah, like oh, Robin's not here because he's at college. And then his outfit, of course, does him no justice whatsoever. Well, and that's the other thing is his outfit is a target. <laughs> Here's Batman in all black, basically, unless even unless you want to go back to the yellow oval days, but darkness. And then you have Robin, who's fighting with the Dark Knight, wearing like bright, bright red, yellow and green, you know, and so it's like and barely covering his face. Yeah. You know, from his identity. And so it is kind of it is kind of silly. and even Batgirl. 
where's purple? <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, and I think that's just part of what hurts him from working in a live action movie. But this was a very, I really, I didn't expect to like you Robin know, as much as I did in this movie. You know, they did announce they're making a Nightwing movie just like a couple weeks ago. And I feel like this movie had a lot to do with that. It does make you wonder. Yeah. It does make you wonder. I yep. think people sat around and they're like, why have we never seen a really good Robin in a movie? Mm-hmm. And then Warner Brothers like, man, we got to make this movie. We got to get it out the door before but, people lose interest and forget. But if it's going to be live action, he's got to be Nightwing because he's got to be an adult. Yeah. Because if he's not an adult, it's awkward. Yes, very awkward, especially if he's wearing the boy shorts. Yeah. Very, very oh, awkward. When they, that was a great moment, too. So when he gets his suit and it's like this reggae suit. <laughs> And he's like, it's pretty good, but these pants are too... And he goes, what does he go? Whip! And he rips them off. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I can only look you in the eye right now. I can only look you in the eyes right now. Yeah, or that moment where he's like, yeah, it's too bad you don't have your costume with you. And like Batman's like saying that sarcastically because he doesn't want Robin. And then ba- Robin just goes, whip! And he's in his costume. <laughs> or rip. Rip, not whip. Yeah. That's because he goes, rip. Oh, yeah, that's so great. But yeah, so definitely, if you haven't got, hopefully, I'm guessing you're getting the drift that we're saying, check this movie out. If you don't like this movie, you're most likely Hitler, <laughs> and you should commit suicide, like right now. My disclaimer would be that it's Dakota's <laughs> personal opinion, but yeah, it's true. If you hate this movie, you hate the world. No, I was kidding. But no, it's definitely fun. And so with that, we'll close this episode. Remember to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. YouTube, we're in all those places. Subscribe to us if you haven't. Personally, I've just been really uh it's really meant a lot lately. I've been we've been having uh, some spikes in our viewings again and we've had some more subscriptions happening in different places. That means a lot to us. We we don't we don't take that lightly that uh you guys are acknowledging that yeah, we're here. And so that's cool for us to see. So yeah, we're glad you're doing that and it just can help us gain some momentum, not just like in giving us a drive to keep doing this, but just help us gain momentum where we're like, Hey, as people are listening to the show, we want to do more with it. You know, we would like to do more with it. And so thank you so much for that. And so, yeah, check us out in those places, give us comments, feedback, suggestions, any and all. It's great to hear you. So we hope to be back soon with another new episode, but thanks for listening this time. This is Steven. And this is Dakota. We'll see you later. Bye.